And I was like, oh, I thought my other people were going to really take on my queer journey and I was going to explore it with other people. But that didn't happen. And I think it was a blessing because I really had time to think about what my queerness meant for me. What's up my bi's and allies? It's Talia here with Bisexual Behavior. I'm so excited for this month's episode. I got to talk to someone really special. But first I want to say happy Black History Month. It's a great time to make sure that you're supporting local organizations that are giving back to Black and marginalized communities. I am definitely going to link to a couple of great resources in my area. It's also great to make sure that you're supporting Black creators and amplifying their voices. Also, make sure that queer spaces in your area are open to everyone. This episode is going to be really special for all my astrology fans out there. If you are not familiar, Biastrology is a great bisexual meme account. Also, Sharmi is the host of Bi Hot Summer, which is such a great podcast. You must listen to it. Sharmi is also a writer. She published Confessions of a Bisexual, which is a really great interactive resource for my baby gays out there and baby bisexuals. This is such a great conversation. I'm so excited to share it with you all. So without further ado, here's Sharmi. Hello, hello. Hello, Sharmi, welcome. I'm Thank so excited you. to have you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. I just feel like the energy is just so bisexual right now. It's, it's like going to combust. It's impeccable. It's very bisexual. Um, I, I have been so excited to talk to you. I actually like, I've known about you for a while. So I found your account by astrology and yes. then discovered that you have a podcast called uh, Hot by Summer. And I've been trying to build the confidence to like reach out to you to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yes, I'm a little embarrassed, but I am glad to finally get you on. I was like, You're I need Charmy on. on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so excited. I'm like honored that I'm on. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is cool. I'm bisexual behavior. Like, I this is exciting. So it's so funny how we like build up people in our heads, but in reality, it's just like, oh, I just you're here. We're by. We're talking. You know. Yeah. So it's great. We're here. I'm so pumped. So um, I'm just gonna introduce myself really quick for the listeners, and then you can go ahead. Um, my name is Talia. My pronouns are she/her. Um, I'm cis. I'm bisexual as hell, and happy to be here. Oh, and um, since we're going to be talking about astrology, I am a Virgo, so. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. There's so much to unpack there. There's oh, yes. so much Virgo to unpack power. there. Yeah. Do you know what your rising and your moon is? Yes, I wrote it down. So um, I'm going to admit I am <laughs> prepared, Charmy. No. I am ready. So As I- a Virgo should. <laughs> This is very Virgo of me, actually. I've been told that I'm very much a, a Virgo, but um, apparently my rising is Cancer. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to unpack what that means. <laughs> my my moon is a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. You're fun. You're fun. You're fun. You're fun. You're funny. I like to have you're... a good time. I like you to make do. jokes. Yes. yes, you do like to have fun. You do like to make jokes. A famous celebrity whose moon is in Sagittarius is Kiki Palmer. So just like I love and her she's so a Virgo much. sun. Oh my god, and she's a Virgo sun. Yes. I'm obsessed. Virgo- I'm obsessed. I don't know what her rising is. I would probably say some sort of like earth sign rising, but that is so cool. So you're Kiki Palmer. <laughs> Hi, I, I'm Kiki Palmer. I, 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 
could aspire to be Kiki Palmer. I actually saw she was like tweeting about her playing The Sims, and I was like, I'm obsessed with her. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. She was like, EA Games, I have a question for you. And I was like, okay, use that power, girl. Use that platform. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing for a while of what I knew about my like birth chart just my birthday in general is that I share a birthday with Beyonce and that is my <gasps> biggest humble brag ever you're so September 4th yes that's my birthday yeah. oh my gosh that is a big brag I would literally I would say I have Beyonce's birthday so I'm that's perfect that's really <laughs> that's really my biggest biggest brag for sure wow. what, what about you let's hear about you Okay, let's hear about me. Um, so I'm a Scorpio sun. <laughs> Scorpio sun. Um, I'm a Gemini rising and I'm a Leo moon. So we both share fire moons, which means we're a good time. Uh, Ooh, Gemini yeah. rising. I talk a lot, which is why I have a podcast, but also like I just I talk a lot and people are like, okay, she's loud. She has this very big rambunctious personality. I just thought that's just the way that I was like even as a kid, I was like, oh, I just talk a lot. Da, da, da. And now I'm like, oh, astrologically, I'm meant to talk and speak and be out in the world. Um, and right. Yeah, yeah. And Scorpio Sun. So I'm a little guarded, a little secretive about what's actually going on. But I'll talk every, anybody's ear off. I'll be like, ah, la, 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 la. So yeah, it's great. Well, I'm happy <laughs> to chat with you. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> So you you are the star, the creator of Bi Astrology. You have written a book, Confessions of a Bisexual, which I love that it's interactive. That's so cool. And you're yeah. an actor. So what got you to start Bi Astrology? Yeah, so I started Bi Astrology because I was very much in the closet, very much in the closet. And I didn't want people to know that I was like, because at that time, it was 2019. Um, and at that time, I didn't want people to know because Instagram had this new feature where you could see who liked people's posts. So I didn't want people to know that I was like liking like hot people, hot girls posts. And I was like, I don't want people to know. I don't, I'm a Scorpio. I don't want them to know the tea. So I made this new account and it was kind of like my Finsta. I would joke on it on my like personal page and I'd be like, follow my Finsta. Ha ha ha. But yeah, it was really a Finsta. And then I started doing like I don't know, graphics, like infographic type stuff, like being bi is a gift. And it's like, it didn't get any engagement because people were like, that's cool, but like, what am I going to do with this information? And then I was listening right. to a podcast um, by Aliza Kelly, who's a really incredible astrologer. And she had on um, these astrolog, like these girls from, um, I want to say, there's so many like meme pages, but theirs was. I guess I could look it up, but theirs was incredible. And they almost have like a million followers, but they were on the podcast and they were talking about shareability. And that was like in the back of my head. And I was like, okay, shareability, you need things that people are going to share. And then I, uh, the, the pandemic hit and I had a lot of time to think and I went, I lived back, back at home and I was like, I'm, I feel like my experience as a bisexual is so weird and specific and niche and I like oat milk and like I do certain things and then I posted about it and people were like, I do that. <laughs> you do that? <laughs> and so it just became this like community. So that's how I started by astrology. Amazing. So that actually brings me to my regular question. I must know, what is your most bisexual behavior? My most bisexual behavior? Ooh, there's so many things. There are so many things. I think my most bisexual, I would say right now, uh, the moon was just in Pisces. So I would say 
making playlists for people as a love language is like my, oh my God. I love doing that. It's like, if you have ever received a playlist from me, it is an honor. It's a privilege. Um, I don't just hand out these playlists to anybody. So yeah, making a playlist as a love language for sure. Most bisexual thing. I that I'm the same way. Like my way of flirting is sending a playlist. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a stream of like playlists that I've made for people I was dating, which is funny. Yeah. So what what um artists are you listening to right now? That's so funny that you asked that. I was just on the phone with I was going to say just on the FaceTime. I don't know why I sounded like I was a boomer. I was just <laughs> FaceTiming my brother um who is Gen Z and he's like creating this really cool app whatever not whatever, but he's like a super smart, brilliant kid. And he was talking about how he has this really cool like playlist that he generated. And I was like, this is the most like bisexual app I've ever seen. He's like, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we were talking about all of the like, uh, like, I guess Spotify comes up with a bunch of like playlists and um, artists that you that you'll like. And I love Kehlani. That came up. I love Beyonce. Mm. I love I'm looking yes. at my wall right now. I have a wall of albums. <laughs> so I'm like Kehlani, Beyonce. I love Umi as well, who is this like Pisces, like, yeah, really incredible artist who I met in real life, which is really oh, cool. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, so she cool. was in LA. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot in LA. You'll like be oh. like, oh, I'm really into this like niche like R&B artist that I feel like nobody knows about who has like maybe 10,000 followers. Like they, nobody knows about these people. And then you run into them at like a party and you're like, you're so cool, you know? And like the next year they blow up. So it's it's very cool. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So you're a big R&B fan. Do you know Steve Huge. Lacey? Oh, love. I love obsessed. Steve Lacey. He's bisexual. He is bi. He's a Gemini. He's a bisexual Gemini. Straight Gemini rights. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Free promo for this Gemini. Uh, I love it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So have you always been really into astrology? Or is that like a, a new thing that you got into? It's very new, actually. I got into it right before the pandemic. Like, you know, like Ignorance is Bliss 2019, 2018. I had a friend that was super into it who was – ba- I, I thought she was a full-on astrologer at the time. Uh, but I realized that she was learning as she was, like, talking to me. But she was so confident and, like, I was like, oh, wow, she knows what she's talking about. So she basically told me things that I had never expressed out loud. She, like, did a reading of my chart. And I grew up super Christian, so I wasn't allowed to, like – it was, like, tarot cards and the devil and demons I was like "Ah, I'm not allowed to talk about this but then you know I live in LA now where it's just like you know you just go to a a coffee shop and they're they've got a tarot reader and a astrologer there to make you a perfect playlist and a oat milk latte but um so she was talking to me about um my chart and she like broke it down and she expressed things that I had never verbally said out loud ever like things that I had thought when I was a kid and she was like and this is really important to you and this is really important and I have never met this girl this is like the first time meeting her and she wanted to go through my chart and I was like this is wild like I need to get on this so I got really into it and that's the same time as I was kind of like understanding my sexuality and then um, I started by astrology and I, I've really been learning 
like as I've been posting, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> no, it's it's so crazy because I didn't really know a lot about astrology and I'm still learning. Um, but when I came out and I started dating women and kind of, you know, really embracing bisexuality is when I started really learning about astrology and women would ask me like, what's your natal chart? And I was like, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> so uh, for listeners who may be a little unfamiliar, what how would you describe a natal chart and like what's important to look at? Yeah, so a natal chart, um, i.e. birth chart, um, is a wheel oh, – I'm thinking of Tracy Ellis Ross – like a, a wheel of lovers, but it's not a wheel of lovers. Um, uh, a birth chart or a natal chart is basically a summation of, of – like a snapshot of the sky as you were coming into the world. So it's basically your sun, moon rising, but it also has the houses where those all reside in. It's a place where you can find so many like incredible nuggets of your life, but it's basically just a a giant wheel and it's broken down into 12 parts to represent the 12 zodiac signs, the houses. It, It truly is a snapshot of what was happening in the stars at the time that you were born. So yeah, it has a lot of great information. <laughs> wow. So the, it sounds like all of that will impact different facets of your personality and how you present yourself in the world. And I Absolutely. think, is it is it rising how you come off to others? Like what are the differences between the sun, moon, and ri- rising? Yeah, I would say your sun is like your forward facing like, hi, I'm here type energy. I'm like, I feel like I'm speaking in woo-woo, but that's kind of what I feel like. That's what it is. Your rising is like your first impression. I think usually when I'm guessing somebody's zodiac sign, I'm like, I typically guess their rising sign. They're like, no, that's not it. And then they'll be like, oh, my sun is this, but my rising is, I'm like, I picked up. I know my Scorpio knows. And your moon is like your emotional world. And so especially when you're dating somebody, that's really good information to like know how to navigate how that person operates. Even if people don't necessarily believe in astrology, not that you would need to, it doesn't even matter if you believe in it or not. It's really more about navigate how you navigate the world, like you said, and also your emotional world, how you navigate emotional conflict, like how you exist in the world is really what astrology is used for. Yeah. And what I like about it is it's like kind of an alternative form of like having something to believe in when you you don't feel like you kind of fit into a certain religion or a different type of community. I feel like astrology tends to be what people like, especially queer people gravitate to. So which leaves me to wonder, like, why is astrology so queer? Yeah, (laughs) it is so, so queer. I feel like it's really like even being on dating apps. That was like the main thing is everyone was really big on astrology and asking what your signs are, what your natal chart is. What is it like with LA dating in astrology? Do you find that it's very similar there? It's like intensified, like times a million (laughs) bajillion. And people will say, like, I've had people, I I mean, they didn't say to me, but I've had people, I've looked at um, people's dating, um, like, you know, their pages, and they'll say, like, will not date a Pisces, but wants a Gemini to hold them. Like, you know, it's like very specific. It's like so specific. It's so real. Um, And 
I hope that everybody uses it to navigate their own wounds and help them. But sometimes I feel like people use it in a strange sort of way, which I think is people can do it in any sort of way. Um, it you know it, it ebbs and flows. It can be good. It can be a bad. It, be, it can be whatever. Um, but in LA, navigating dating astrology is like step one in the process for sure. It's like okay, what's your sun moon rising? Okay, next you know the, let's let's navigate things from there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So where can someone get started if they wanted to learn more about astrology? Are there certain resources out there? There are so many resources. There are actually too many. Re- it's like overwhelming sometimes. But I would start with Cafe Astrology. Put in your birth time. If you have that information, put that information in. And really just um, – I wouldn't get too caught up in like the degrees or asteroids or anything like that. I would say start off with your like sun, moon, rising and a really good app that is my favorite app on the face of the planet is the Chani app. Um, it, that's an astrologer, Chani Nichols or Nicholas, I forget how to say her name but she's an astrologer who is absolutely incredible she's queer she sees the world through like social justice and things of that nature that's really really important like she'll say certain things on her um she i mean she's not the one necessarily doing it but certain you'll you'll get notifications of like today's a great day for social justice really get out there and vote you know like it's like libra is trining saturn like make sure you get out and vote and so it's just like really great because it's through the lens of like social justice is through the lens of of queerness, whether it's like benevolent or in, you know, like actually what's intended. It's just very cool to see um, that kind of astrology out in the world. But I love the Chani app. I would use that. I would use Cafe Astrology. Um, be very conscious of the type of astrology that you are consuming. So if it's just white astrologers, if it's just these types of people, uh, think about why you're only consuming that. Um, there's a lot right. of incredible black queer astrologers that have YouTube channels, that have Twitter, that have Instagram, that you can give their give to their Patreon, um, who are really truly incredible. So I, I'd start I'd start with Cafe Astrology and really try to look. For for black queer um, and queer astrologers. Cool. I'll link to some of this in my show notes and find some good uh, astrologers to link to as well. So that's that's yes, a great start for ones. sure. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like um, astrology was a big part of coming into your queerness and bisexuality. Uh, do you want to talk more about kind of your coming out journey and how you got there? Yeah. Coming out. Ooh, we. Ooh, that was a rough Heavy little question. time there. Heavy <laughs> question. Because I feel like, I don't know, I, I I pictured my coming out to be like this really cool, fun event where I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm a bad bitch. I, I have like... I, I like all types of genders. Like I was so excited and I thought it was going to be really fun, but I was not met with like the excitement that I thought I was going to be met with. I was really met with like people being like, huh? Like what? I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I'm like, wait, really? Um, so basically, as I was kind of coming into myself and and starting to understand my queerness and what that looked like for me, the pandemic happened. So I thought I was going to be like out in these streets, just having a grand old time in Los Angeles dating and, and figuring out what I like sexually and just like having just like this Scorpio blossoming moment. Like that's what I saw for myself. But then the pandemic happened and I was not about to kiss some random person like nah. No, 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 no. Um, I have multiple planets in the sixth house, which is Virgo. So when it comes to like health, I'm like, ooh, ooh, let, let's let's be as cautious as humanly possible. So That's I was really so cautious. Sure. 
it was for the best. It was for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, I wound up moving home to Pennsylvania and I was like, oh, I thought my queerness was going to be in the hands of other people and other people were going to really take on my queer journey and I was going to explore it with other people and I was going to fall in love and have these big queer awakenings with other people. But that didn't happen. And I think it was a blessing because I really had time to think about what my queerness meant for me um, without being in a relationship, without really being like, oh, this person, I associate my coming out with this one person or I associate my coming out with this relationship. Because queerness for me is not necessarily like, be like being in some sort of relationship or being like oh it's you know straightness with a seasoning of like different because I'm I'm queer like no I think queerness is it, it takes so many beautiful facets and I had time to read a lot of queer literature especially as I was writing my book when I came back after um, I lived uh, in Pennsylvania but it was really a time of me understanding myself and what queerness meant for me specifically um, and how that intersected with my identity as being femme, as being black. Um, As growing up, uh, somebody said this on a TikTok. They were like, being a black woman, you're outside of the gender binary. I was like, And I'll never stop thinking about that, but that really influenced how I operated or how I do operate in the world. So yeah, that was that was kind of my coming out. And then, you know, telling family and not telling family. And I thought I had to tell everybody. I was like, this is being truthful. Coming out means you're being truthful. And it's like, um, no. Coming out is about who you – what you need in that moment. It's not about other people. Um, but I felt this pressure to be like, okay, I got to tell this person, this person, this person. And I did tell people – Um, And some people were cool and some people were rude. Um, But ultimately, I learned that it doesn't matter what other people think. Like, yes, it really actually, like, affected my mental health, what other people thought. But ultimately, it came down to, like, no, my coming out is about me. It's, like, my coming into. It's not coming out. It's coming into, um, which I talk about in my book. But, yeah. That's amazing. So well-spoken, first of all. Um, I think we came out around the same time because I came out right before really? the pandemic, too. So I was, I I, th- I started dating one person and then we broke up when the pandemic really started to happen because it just, we kind of weren't agreeing on how we wanted to handle the whole situation. And then oh. I started to kind of virtually date, which was weird to go on Zoom dates. Um, but I think what you're saying about kind of just going through queerness yourself and understanding what it means for you before dating someone. Because I think a lot of times somebody will put all of their coming outness on their partner or um, not really understand themselves. So when they're in a relationship with someone of the same sex or in a queer relationship, it can be, there's a lot of pressure. So I think it's really great that you got the time to yourself and you got to really reflect and especially through your book. So it sounds like you wrote it um, before you moved back to LA, you said? Yeah, I wrote it actually right as I came back to LA. So I was like, mm-hmm. before I came back, I was like, I, I feel it in my soul. I feel like I'm I'm going to manifest a book. And I was like, I'm manifesting a book. I don't know where the publisher's coming from. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my spirit. My Scorpio intuition is like poking, poking, poking. I'm like, okay, this is what's happening, period. And then I came back to LA and somebody reached out to me and it just, it unfolded in the most perfect way. Um But yeah, I I wrote it when I came back to L.A. after that experience of living in Pennsylvania. But I was still 
very much a baby gay. I think, honestly, I was thinking about it today. Actually, not today. I was thinking about it um, a couple, like, weeks ago. I was like, wow, I hadn't had any sexual, like, queer experiences with anybody um, when I wrote that book. That's so like I was just like oh. wow like I wrote and then I remember like I had like my very first queer like sexual experience like right as I was like finishing up edits and I was like this is wild <laughs> like because it, it it just showed me that queerness has very little to do with sex even though that's what we're told it has very little to do with sex and very much yes. to do with identity and who you are as a person. A hundred percent. You see people saying about like, well, who cares if you're bisexual, if you're in, you know, a hetero relationship or if, you know, you haven't had those sexual experiences. But I keep telling people it's more than just sex. It's a big part of your identity. And there's so many nuances to bisexuality. And I and it's also such a broad sexuality that there's so many different types of experiences, too, which is like one of my favorite things about being bisexual is that anyone can have different experiences or have a different preference or bisexually can mean something different to them. So it's so cool that you're saying that. Um, I think you actually posted a video very recently where you were talking about how when you came out a little bit later in life, you were saying, yeah. and how you didn't get any resources on queer sex, no. which <laughs> I had the same experience. I mean, like, you know that it's not cool to ask like two lesbians how they have sex. But like at the time I was also like, wait, but really like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be a top? Like the top bo a bottom dynamic really freaked me out. Like I was like, how do you, am I supposed to buy a strap? Like what's, what's the deal? So like um, if somebody else is in that position, would how would you recommend that they feel confident in their, you know, being queer and jumping into having sex with other queer people? I would say, first of all, look within yourself um, because I think, I don't know, I, I, I get so like protective of people because I'm like, people will tell you wrong things and they'll tell you wrong things because their own experience with sex was in a very specific way. And I think before you can really like experience like good sex with another person you gotta have good sex with yourself um so i would say sure. look within yourself literally <laughs> and figuratively um but also i read uh, as a gemini rising i like eat up material i'm like ah, i want all of the documents i want all of the books i want all the things so i read i didn't read the whole thing but i would like pick and i would like skim through <laughs> um this one book is called girl sex which is very inclusive very very inclusive Ooh, okay. um and it talks about strap-ons it talks about fingering it talks about when to cut your nails um it talks about all this stuff which is great but also as a femme which i don't have have nails on today but as a femme who like typically wears nails I'm like you don't gotta cut your nails you just gotta like be creative like I think the cool sure. thing about queer sex is like you can there's a lot to do I have a friend who we both have Scorpio Marses so we're kind of like freaky deeks um but we both like talk about all of our little tips and tricks and she's like always telling me stuff and I'm always telling her stuff um but yeah you just have to be very very creative and try things out and also have like I don't know. Get a partner who's not going to be judgmental towards you. And mm -hmm. if you feel any sort of judgment or some weird vibes, you don't have to take that just because you think that love is scarce or sex, queer sex is scarce. Um, I was always so scared. I was like, this is going to be my one shot to my one shot, my one chance to have sex. I, I just can't mess it up. And it's like, okay, 
like mess it up be messy this is the time to be messy um so yeah that's what i would say buy books explore with yourself and get creative. <laughs> That's right. And I feel like I was surprised by how much I already knew by just, you know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Just having the same anatomy or even just like listening to the other person, you know, I think that's like the biggest thing is like, it's all about communicating. You can master some kind of position, but it's not going to work for everyone. So that's exactly. another thing I learned. And toys are great was one of the biggest things that I've learned for sure. <laughs> yeah. Toys are a fun little addition. It's great. They are. I agree. I and agree. I feel like that's the fun thing about being queer, too, is like all different types of sex are way more normalized than when you, you know, you're just in a hetero relationship. And a lot of times you just it's the intercourse is the expected. You know, there might be the what they call foreplay, which is also just sex. But yeah, just, that's what I love about being queer is that sex is really so broad. And usually your partner would be open to trying different things to pleasure you, which is really cool. Absolutely. And I've also noticed with my friends who are in more hetero looking or appearing relationships that are queer, they like they'll talk to me about their sex lives and I'll be like, that's so queer that you like that you're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I, I, I know. And so I just think it's so cool that especially, uh, you know, bisexuals are just so resourceful and so incredibly creative. We're so creative when it comes to so many things. Sex is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other things that we're creative at. But yeah, it's just creativity is our is our forte. It, it really is in any, any sure. facet. That's so true. So true. Um, have you found as you've started to date more um, that people are typically not as welcoming to finding out that you're bisexual? Or do you find that, you know, people really embrace it? Because I've had, from my experience, I think people typically, when I've mentioned that I've dated men before, they find it as like a threat or they're like, oh, well, I hope you're not sleeping with men now. And like, there's always that awkward (laughs) conversation. And it's not all the time where I get this, but I find that that has been something that I guess I didn't really expect going into dating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was more self-conscious of this when I was first coming out uh, mm-hmm. and like first on those dating apps. I was like, ooh, okay, this is different. But I listened to another podcast <laughs> where <laughs> this um, guy was basically saying like, if you're a baby gay, just put that in your bio. Like put, hey, I'm new to this in your bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's like app like features on the app where you can be like I'm bisexual so it like already says it so you don't have to like have that weird conversation um which is really helpful but I found that yeah people are really weird about that type of stuff but I cut those people off so quick like so quick and to be fair like my I don't really I say I don't have a type but then like I think about the people I've dated I'm like bro you got a type but um I don't really have a type but if I did have a type it'd be bisexuals so typically i date other bisexuals so it's not really that it's not a big deal um Mm. to us because we're like we already know like we're not i'm i'm not threatened i'm not really threatened by cis man like like you i i mean i don't want to (laughs) be i don't know how to say this in a nice way but like I'm very I'll say this. I'm very confident in my skills. Like extremely confident in my skills. Um I didn't used to be that way. So this is like, you know, 4 years later. I didn't used to be that way. Takes but, time. Um it does take time, but I am mm-hmm. extremely confident in my skills and if you're going to leave me for a man, 
I, I'm like, dang, I feel bad for you. You have lack of judgment. I don't think I can be in a relationship with somebody like that. Like, I'm so sorry that you felt that way. So I'm personally not the yes. But it's because I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my skills. I know that I'm offer. I bring so much to the table. And so I'm like, okay, well, I already know this. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. But I also have lots of – I mean, I've got a Leo moon, so – I could be walking around with a paper bag. I'm like, I'm the baddest bitch with a paper bag. Uh, but that's just. <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> the mentality everyone should have. Like everyone should feel that way and be like, well, if they're going to leave me, it's their loss. Instead of just like, oh, my world's going to end if they like leave me for a man or whatever. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I just, I want to say some mean things, but I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be mean. The moon's in Aries, but I'm not going to be mean. I just feel like I'm very confident in my skills and I'm very confident in myself. There was a time where I would be like super insecure about people who did have more. I was never insecure about like somebody leaving me for a man. Like if you want to do that, good for you, whatever. Um, but I was more insecure about people that had more experience in mm-hmm. queer relationships and queer sex. Like that was more triggering to me um, because I just felt like, well, I'm never going to be at that level. Um, now I'm just like, you're never going to get the charming experience from somebody else. Like whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, like whether they're not, you're not going to get the charming experience from anybody else. Um, but I'm confident because not necessarily because I have queer experience, but because I realize that I am really powerful. I'm a powerful person and nobody can really take that away from you. That's right. That's mm -hmm. badass. Yes. This is a really good transition for a a brand new segment. I mentioned this to you before we started to record, but um, I am testing out a new segment that's called Found on Reddit. And basically what I'm doing, I, so first of all, I'm a huge Reddit person. I don't know if you follow Reddit at all, but um, the bisexual subreddit was like a huge part of my coming out journey and I still follow it and I see a lot of the same questions on it. And I thought it would be really nice to kind of go through different topics that people are talking about and kind of discuss it ourselves. And I found one that talks a lot about queer dating. And um, I'm going to read it. And then we can kind of talk about what we think about it. All right. I'm here for it. Okay. So this one's called 29 female trying to date women for the first time with the melting face emoji. (laughs) So I didn't realize I was bi until late in high school. Even then, by that point, I kind of had picked up that I should have been having crushes on guys. So that's what I did. And put off a lot of it subconsciously to not make other girls uncomfortable. After realizing this, I realized it was just easier to continue with what I knew and didn't even know any LGBTQ in my town. I've been out for a decade, but still. I've used dating apps as my typical source of finding people, and when I match with a woman, I just have no idea how to interact. I don't know if it's just nerves, excitement, or anxiety. With guys, I just know the algorithm of things to do, at least on a less deep scale and say and know what to act. I now have friends with a lot of LGBT people, but they have no advice with the crying laughing emoji face. Uh, TLDR, first time trying to talk to other women. I'm fucking awkward and I don't know what to say. First thoughts, reactions, or anything you want to say, just initially me reading that. Yeah, I would say first thoughts are, I've been there. Uh, I was there. Same. I know exactly <laughs> how that feels. Um yeah, that's so real. That is so, so like, real. That, 
I felt like you got that from my diary. Did you read that specifically from my own journal? (laughs) Literally what I was thinking when I read that. And like, I think one of the first comments was like, girl, same. And it said, um, it's hard, unfortunately, to talk to people as a friend, ask about their day and find common interests. Um, When I figure out flirting, I'll let you know, which I thought was like how I would respond to. Um, Yeah. But I find that like when I first started dating women, I would get in this habit of being like so friendly and nice to them, like they were a friend. And then we would get in this thing where we were talking all the time, but we weren't flirting. And then we would just kind of like just stay there and be like, wait, who's going to make the move? Because I think like I used to date women, so I'm used to the idea of like a male courting me or he's trying to like chase me, not like literally chase me but yeah, he's yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get me to date him so yeah. like dating apps with men things move much faster right they're they're gonna talk to you quick and then they're like hey let's go on a date everything's super fast you don't really have to put a lot of work into it but with women it's like the total opposite I actually got in the situation where I was dating another bisexual woman and she is so beautiful like we both are very femme women and for three months we just both like just didn't make a move like we, three we just, months for three whole months for me I it was like insane like we wrote that's the, a lot like, of days that's isn't that like 90 days. days yes how many and hours is that that's crazy it's insane <laughs> um because we both like wanted to make a move but we were like wait who does it who's the person who's gonna do this and I mean that wasn't like my experience with every queer person that I've dated but something about like another person who maybe had an experience with men before me we both had the same like oh wait I don't want to like intimidate this person so I don't have you ever had that kind of experience before yeah I did especially when I was like first 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 starting out I was really like who makes the first move who does the whole like and I think like there's you know we're socialized for (laughs) I think we're like socialized and like bred and like brainwashed into heteronormativity to the point where we know the dance we know the move the guy says this first then we say this and we have to act coy because we don't want to come off too slutty but then you know once he makes the move then we can like go full like we know we've been brainwashed enough to know how heteronormativity works um so I thought I was like when I first came out I was like okay I'm just gonna put that template onto this queer template and it's gonna work out great right (laughs) Nah, nah, because you're you're both like, okay, what do we do? But what I've learned, what I've really learned, and what, you know, cis men have that I'm not jealous of because I have it now, is audacity. They have the audacity to say some stuff. And so I just go into queer situations like, why wouldn't she be flirting with me? Like, why not? Why not me? Why, Why wouldn't it be me? Why wouldn't she be flirting with me? So that already puts me in this level of like, okay, she... And respectfully, obviously a no is a no. We know this because men can be so freaking creepy and weird. Mm -hmm. And I and I hate that for us. But having the confidence to say like, no, like I why wouldn't she be flirting with me? Why not? Why not me? Why not me? And so that completely changed everything. And once I unlocked that Mm -hmm. and put that, I mean, I don't always have that bad bitch like mode activated like sometimes I'm like I'm ugly and stupid but when that bad bitch you know activation mode is on and I press the button I'm like okay get in this mindset then it's like okay like we can skip past the astrology baby let's let's go to tea you know like let's 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 go out let's have a good time let's see what the vibes are you know I'm I'm not afraid to make the first move because I'm like 
I would want somebody. I would want somebody to make the first move. So, like, why can't why can't I be that person? Um, so true, true. It, yeah. Although I will say, it is uh, it hurts more to get rejected by someone queer oh. than just your average cis dude. So, yeah. but I will also say, is it the end of the world? No, somebody else will like eat it up and then flirt back with you. So, you know, exactly. I, I think your advice is like perfect. Like having the confidence in yourself and like who wouldn't want to flirt with me? I am a hot yeah. bisexual. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, now, do I feel that way all the time? No, of course, I don't feel like that all the time. But when it comes to like somebody that I'm like, actually, I'm really super interested in you. I really actually like you a lot. Um, why not be the initiator? Why not be like, hey, mm-hmm. let's go get some tea or hey let's go for a walk or let's see what the vibes are oh let me like graze past you or oh let me like pretend to like be like yawning and like put my arm over you and like you know like there are little moves that I've I've learned along the way um I don't want to say too much because I don't want anybody to take all my moves um but (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's definitely um nice to really like activate like that confidence level to be like no I why wouldn't they want me yeah Yeah. that's like such a good takeaway but Charmy it's been so nice having you on the podcast I'm so glad that we got to talk about your book about uh by astrology which everyone needs to follow immediately after listening to this and if they don't then you suck um but (laughs) (laughs) is there anything you'd like to plug before we uh part ways I would say, yeah, Confessions of a Bisexual is really fun and really exciting. What I think a lot of people don't know about the book is that it's uh, a woman-owned publisher. Um, All the things were – all the things in making my book was like – women femme forward and sustainable and I just think that's really cool and I don't talk enough about that um so yeah that my podcast my tiktok I've got a tiktok I'm doing tiktoks now so yeah (laughs) I need to get on tiktok I've got to do that I'm like a little terrified of it (laughs) uh there's reasons to be there's a lot of mean people but there's a lot of really nice people as well Yes. And also it's another uh, just source of media for getting queer content um, as you're on your coming out journey. So exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Charmy. Thank you. This is exciting. I love this conversation. Me too. Oh, this is such a great episode. I had so much fun talking to Sharmi. She's such a lovely guest. Please make sure that you're following by astrology, following her account, subscribing to her podcast. And of course, you can support the Bi Agenda by also subscribing and following my podcast. Also, make sure you're rating and reviewing. Your feedback is super important to me and I love to hear from you. I've had people reach out to me on Instagram as well. Um, our Instagram is Bisexual Behavior. If you have any feedback, you can DM us there. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you next month. Bye!